For this week's Monday Drive, I've got a special guest with me, my cousin JC, who's been visiting us from New York for the past few days. He shares with us the things that pushed him into pursuing his passions and how loneliness has played a factor in his life. He also talks about how being able to be okay with being by yourself can actually be incredibly powerful in your own personal growth. Welcome to the Fit United Radio and Podcast, where each episode we aim to bring you fresh, relevant fitness and health-related news, content, and interviews to help you reach new heights and ultimately become your best and fittest selves. All right, guys, in three, two, and one, let's go. All right, guys, welcome to this week's Monday Drive. I've got my cousin JC Caffio on here with me today. I think our short little conversation is incredibly powerful. From discovering his true passion and becoming a professional videographer to battling loneliness as a result of pursuing his passion, we talk about the dynamics of friendships and how they change as you grow as an individual and that maybe that you've grown out of those friendships. We also talk about rejection, how powerful rejection can be as a motivator if you allow it to be that for you. This can break some people and I really love how JC used it as a turning point in his life to really double down on himself and his talents. I'm so glad I had the chance to interview him and share a story, one that I think we can all relate to on some level. I wanna say thank you to our sponsor for this episode, TRX Suspension Training Systems. TRX, also known as Total Resistance Exercises, is a brand of exercise tools that you will find in virtually every gym or fitness facility. The most common of these TRX tools is known as the TRX Suspension System. Now, there are these yellow and black straps that are either hooked onto the wall, a squat rack, or an S-frame, which is a specific anchoring system for the TRX. These straps use body weight as the resistance, which means you can progress or regress the difficulty as much as you want, all by just using your body weight in relation to the straps and the floor. Now, there are literally hundreds of exercises you can do using these suspension straps, and you can get a full body workout in 15 to 20 minutes. They even have an app that you can use to have guided workouts right on your phone. Now, as a personal trainer, I obtained my certification in the TRX suspension system a few years ago, and ever since then, it's been my favorite tool to use with all my clients, both beginner and advanced. Now, I particularly love another tool of theirs. It's called the Rip Trainer. Now, ask any of my clients, and they'll tell you they absolutely hate the thing, but they know just how good it really is for getting that full body workout. The Rip Trainer is essentially a metal rod attached to a band on one end. Now you can change the tension of the bands for added resistance, and with this one-sided tension, you're able to do unilateral exercises that really help you identify your body's imbalances so you can improve on them. Now the TRX suspension training is a staple in my workouts and is even an essential part of many global group training brands like Orange Theory. The best part of these tools is that they're super portable and you hook them up to anything wherever you are. Hey, you're on vacation, you're at the beach, hook it up to a palm tree. You're at a park, attach it to a fence, top of a soccer net, even the basketball hoop. 
At home, you can hook it up over your door and get that full body workout in the comfort of your own home. Now, I could talk about the benefits of these tools forever, but if you want one of these tools for yourself, until January 14th, you can get $30 off all trainers on the TRX website and free shipping on orders over 99 bucks. Now, there's no code required. You just have to use the link that I'll put for you guys in the show notes. Now, full disclosure, I am an affiliate of TRX, so what that means is if you buy something from TRX using the link, I do get compensated a little bit for it. Now, the good thing is it doesn't cost you any more for doing this. And at the same time, you're supporting the Fit United podcast. So remember, guys, 30 bucks off any trainer and free shipping over 99 bucks using the link in the show notes. Now, you only have till January 14th to get your own trainer. So I very highly recommend that you guys jump on this deal. Okay, guys, super excited for today's Monday Drive episode. Hopefully, you find some takeaways from my conversation with my cousin, JC. So without further ado, here is my interview with the one and only JC Capio. All right, guys, Kevin here for United Podcast. I'm here with my cousin, JC. How's it going, man? Good, good. So uh, JC is uh, visiting us from New York. He is has been for how long? I've been here for... Eight days now in eight Vancouver. Days. Eight days in Vancouver, and um, I only got to hang out with you a couple of days, today yeah. being one of them, so it's so all good, man. You were busy? Yeah, so many family here. That's right. good, yeah. That's right, we got lots of family here, so um, where did you guys go for sightseeing? Man, we went to Seattle, what else? It's pretty much it, Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But you've never been to Seattle, though, right? I've never right. been to Seattle, so that's... Right. Um, I wanted to bring you on to this Monday Drive episode uh, because I wanted you to share a little bit about your trajectory or your journey to doing what you're doing now in yeah. uh, the videography and um, the th- yeah the steps that you took to get there so I thought that was really interesting so first question is what uh, did you do in school like what did you study in school so I graduated from high school in 2010 right and at that time I was what 18 I didn't know what I wanted to do so I was getting into fields like criminal justice getting into you know liberal arts okay. and i was just i wasn't inter- i wasn't interested in it you know i was skipping class left and right mm-hmm. hanging out with friends and then two years passed 2012 you know i just realized that wow like what am i doing with my life you know like right freaking great my gpa was at, at 1.7 at a time yeah, yeah. probational academic probation AP, yeah i know yeah. man i was there too yeah man like getting that note on your in your mail saying that you would have to go back to school, you know, you would have to overstay. Right. Which was pretty embarrassing back then because, you know, it's a two-year school. Right. And right. I stayed there for four years. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, almost like it's taking you twice as long just to yeah. finish, right? And I felt like staying that extra two years was did wonders for me because mm. I felt like if I hadn't stayed for those extra two years, I would have never met the people that I've met today. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. it was almost like... The friendships that you made because you had stayed there that that long, that long. Are, are still friends that you have now. And opportunities wouldn't have been there if I probably transferred straight out of you know that two years. Well, take me back a little bit. So you went. What school is it that you went to? Um, I'm a to just a community school, like right. small schools in New York. Yeah. Right. And the program that you were supposed to finish was what a two year program? You said? Yeah, it was a two year two year associates program. I see. I yeah, see. Liberal arts. Yeah. Okay. And then you decided to finish. And I decided to finish that. 
but I switched into graphic design. I see. Okay, so that's where the change happened. So yeah. you did two years, and you're like, okay, well, I got to finish still, but I'm going to switch into a different field altogether. Yeah. That's wild. So what, what made you decide to make that switch? So obviously you were feeling kind of low because your GPA wasn't yeah. up to snuff, and uh, you decided you needed to change. So what made you change into graphic design? Well, I asked myself, well, like, what am I not good at? And I know that I'm not good at math. I'm not good at studying. I don't really care about science. So, you know, I mean, I like social studies, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then I look back when I was a kid, when I was maybe in third grade, I made this painting of an apple, you know, pastel. And I remember my, my professor, my teacher, he would ask, he, he asked me, hey, can I keep your painting? And as a kid, I was like, wait, why? You, you, didn't, ask <laughs> the, you didn't ask that to the other students. Right. But he asked me, I was like, oh, okay. So that was like my turning point. You know, just that, that was maybe like in a span of five seconds, that memory wow. popped up. Wow. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go with art. And Isn't that amazing how uh, the influence of our educators when we're young? Mm-hmm. What, how old were you or what grade was this like when, when this happened? Maybe like third grade. Third grade. Okay, so in the third grade, how many other memories do you have of things that happened in the third grade? Mm, well, I remember myself doodling a lot. <laughs> okay. okay, so so again, along yeah. the same lines. Yeah. But it's not like you remember the f- maybe the friends that you had or something you had. I don't know, like uh, the t- like the fr- know, the friends you had or the mm-hmm. activities that you did. I guess the point I'm trying to make is um, the impact the educators that we have have in our lives, yeah. especially in that young age. Uh, a simple something as simple as the teacher asking you, mm-hmm. "Hey, can I keep your painting?" You still remember it so vividly now. Yeah. How wild is that, though? That that's one of that's the source of my confidence. I feel yeah. like because you know I feel like I can't fail at doing something that I, you know, that's been given to me pretty much right. you know naturally. So you were saying that you doodle a lot, and that's how you transitioned into, or thought that you would take this into graphic design. So how yeah. did, uh, when you decided to switch from liberal arts to graphic design, you, did you have this thought? Okay, hey, I remember my teacher mm-hmm. taking my painting and whatever. How, what? made you or like what were the steps to transition into into graphic design then essentially um transitions i just took the classes you know took the programs and then well that memory was just you know a stepping stone for me it was just like a reminder that hey you are a creator so just follow the creative path and don't worry about it because were you all were you always kind of like creative that way even though you were doing things other things in school like did you always doodle did you always do those kind of artistic things growing up yeah not well looking back at it now yeah like not knowing that i was always that kid at lunch making beats on the table (laughs) while my you know friends rapped you know they were making verses yeah 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 you know two pens two pens in each hand right making making beats beats with (laughs) yeah and then you know my mom got me into piano right okay which was pretty big like looking back at it now i was like wow that probably helped me a lot too right that's interesting because i took piano lessons and i just kind of learned actually i learned on my own first yeah. and then i took some piano lessons to help maybe refine it or understand it more formally but i never really got into it but here you are saying that taking piano lessons was actually very impactful even then i didn't think that it would be but for you yeah. it has been right yeah and it sparked what creativity is that what it was spark creativity it it just i don't know it's it just i guess comes naturally, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's very cool. natural. So you finished graphic design, uh, and you finished school. What did you do then after you finished? Like, how long ago was that when you finished? 
Well, after my associate's degree in graphic design, I transferred. So I transferred to a four-year school, but I finished in a year because I had such a strong portfolio. You know, like, That's cool. Yeah, I took a year off, and then I worked. And then that year off helped me save up actually more money. I see. School. So instead of transferring for two years, I only transferred for one year. And you just crushed it in one year. Yeah, I crushed it in one year. I was able to travel abroad for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that leads me to the next phase of my life. That travel abroad program actually got me my first job because I made a travel video in oh, Scotland. Wow. Yeah, that two weeks, like we were studying UX, UI design, you know, okay. about like apps, designing apps. Okay. And I didn't really care about it. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to travel, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I had my own ulterior motives. You know, <laughs> so you took the program, but it was not really for the program. It was so you could travel. <laughs> yeah, I travel and make videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of That's the smart. one of the students, one of my counterparts in that program, she recommended me to my f- job that I'm working at now. Okay. As a video production specialist. Yeah. Okay. So now, when you finish graphic design, obviously that can you know branch out into so many different professions. Yeah. But how is it that you finished school and then you eventually decided to go the video route? How did that happen? Well, I took an internship before. Before going, before transferring, and I was a intern as a graphic design, and pretty much, you know, it, it was fun. But then I felt like I could do more. You know, I felt like I could be out there instead of being at an office designing for other people. Right. You know, designing Facebook banners. <laughs> you know, I was like, I could do more than this. You right. Know? Right. There's more to this than just yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um sparking your creative passion right it wasn't yeah. doing it enough for you it wasn't enough for you yeah pretty much it was it was challenging in the first two weeks of that internship it was four weeks okay or six weeks and then i was like all right this is getting a little boring you know yeah, just not yeah. but at that point you'd already almost as a hobby right you were already doing making videos on your own no not yet not yet not okay yet. so how did that happen and so you had this job and you're like okay well maybe i'll just dabble in video like what what made you decide to go in video well that was 2015 2014 that internship okay and then video i got started in video around 2016 so three years ago okay so there was a time where after that internship i worked at a print shop and that was less creative than the internship (laughs) even less creative yeah even less (laughs) and then you know i was just printing out other people's work not even designing so i was like oh my god i gotta get into the digital realm right i see so this was before transferring. So I was thinking, all right, I want to make apps. So okay, okay. So, so that was, you know, that was even way before video. I wanted, I, I wanted to make apps applications. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then how did that go? So when I went to school and then I did that study abroad, I was like, all right, I hate making apps. <laughs> this is, you know, I guess just designing. I was like, wow, this is, it's not, you know, it wasn't for you. Yeah, it wasn't for me. But I, th- I think that's that's one really important note that or thing that you bring up is that you had tried, you got you got out of graphic design school, you had mm-hmm. done the print stuff. You're like, okay, no thanks. And then you did the app thing, and you're like, ah, no thanks. So it was like a bit of trial and error. Mm-hmm. You were able to discover what it is that you really wanted. So was after making apps, we're like, all right, I'm just gonna get my my phone and like start recording things on video and try to be creative with that. Is that how? Like, what was your first? moment or time when you remember like hey i actually might want to do video stuff yeah so it was actually for a class project that it was you know app related and then i was taking photos at this 
singles retreat program for my church group that I was going to use as as a part for my app, mm-hmm. you know. So during that during that two during that weekend somebody approached me to you know do videos cuz they were performing. And then when I was shooting, I was actually it was actually pretty fun cuz I was asking the people like, "All right, where are you going to be? Where are you going to stand?" So it was that interaction with people mm-hmm. was there, you know. I was like, "Wow, I could, you know, this is pretty fun." Yeah. And then the editing phase of that video, you know, that part, I was like, pretty much getting into it. Six hours in, I'm editing <laughs> nonstop. Right. Maybe I think I started around eight, so eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So maybe six hours. Wow. Two two a.m. I was, you know, I was like, all right, I, you know, it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> so when I went to bed, I was still thinking about it, like, oh right. my god. So I opened my laptop again. Started editing some more. Kept, yeah, so it was like, I think I finished around 6 a.m. So you were hooked like instantly. This is your first time first ever time trying to do this. And then you're like, editing. this is freaking fun. And I was actually pretty nervous about editing that because I was like, I've never done, you know, never edited before. Right. Now, what kind of gear did you have at the time? Like, this was, again, just something that you had to do on a way. Like, what did you, what did you use? <laughs> I was using my dad's camera gear. It was a Nikon D3100. Okay. okay. So that was his hobby. You know? Okay. So yeah. it was a DSLR, and it obviously records video and things. Yeah. And then uh, what kind of software did you use? The only reason I'm asking, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you in a second. But Yeah. Well, the software was already Premiere. Adobe oh, Premiere. Adobe Premiere. Because okay. I had the whole suite. You know, like, as a graphic designer, we use Photoshop, Illustrator. Okay. So you had this already because you had it from school. Yeah, we had yeah. the suite. Yeah, yeah. It comes together. Yeah. And the only reason why I asked was because you obviously had never done this before. And then mm-hmm. someone asked you to, hey, can you record some stuff here? You borrow your dad's camera, yeah. use the software that you had. And all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, I could totally do this for like a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I never thought about it as a job. Like at first I just wanted to film people, you know, mm. like film friends, document it, you know. Yeah. Travel was my my ideal thing for video. Right. And I think still now, and I think we, the conversations that we had before was that, that's kind of the main driver behind why you're doing this is because yeah. it feels like, you you know, it'll be a, something that'll open up an opportunity for you to travel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what kind of, like, who are some mentors or some people that you look up to in terms of uh, either their videography skills or their style or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, their ability to create a story? So definitely um, when I was trying to figure out the programs, you know, how to use Premiere Pro, I watched a lot of tutorials, so my, what do you call this, on YouTube, my, uh, what do you call that, on, on the homepage, or, um, I don't know, like the uh, the suggestions? Yeah, the suggestions. Yeah, okay. So, this guy named Casey Neistat popped up. <laughs> it was a snowboarding video, like, around the city, so, you know, it was snowing, and then these guys. Around were, the city? Yeah, so he was being pulled on a Jeep uh, while he was on a snowboard, so That's I wild. watched it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this guy seems pretty cool. So I you know, watched all his videos from beginning to end or to recent. And then that's how, it, yeah, Casey Neistat. Yeah. So he was one of the bigger influencers for you yeah. in terms of your, Just, you know. you know, the imperfections in his cinematography, but the storytelling was there. I see. So, yeah. I see. And that's what you aspire to have is, you know, the storytelling piece, right? Yeah. Uh, I think this conversation is like, we're talking specific things about like uh, the videography and who's inspired you and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of it I wanted to touch on is how you have decided that this is going to be the route that you wanted to take. Because um, 
with with other people like friends that I have, uh, they have a lot of career jobs, so-called career jobs, where mm-hmm. they're sitting in behind a desk every day, yeah. or um, you know, they have a nine to five. It's a structured uh, day, mm-hmm. uh, and I I lived that life before, yeah. and for you to decide that this is what you wanted to do, obviously it was driven by passion rather than the necessity to have a job or to follow societal's um, norms, norms yeah. right? Now tell me more about that. Well, I've always been the kid who's, um, who's always been separated from the group because uh, you know, I was always you know, the, the clown. <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, I was always making beats, so my, my teachers would tell me to stop and Two minutes later, I'm still, They're still doing it. <laughs> I'm still doing it. So I'm always, you know, trying to. I'm always a different one, I guess, in the class. And I remember this, um, like a te- teacher is giving us papers, like you know, like questions. And one of the questions was, uh, what, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I, you know, I said, "Happy." You know, it's one of those things that you know. I think it was in a movie also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot what it was, but yeah, it was. I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> Was it the pursuit of happiness? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. It's a good uh, one. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so now that you're, you've been doing this for how long now? So I've been doing video for three years now. Right. Yeah. Right. Where, at what level do you want to be? Like, where is your ideal once you're done growing? Well, I mean, you're, I don't think you'll ever be done growing, yeah. but where is the point where you're like, I'm kind of good here? Like, mm-hmm. level of professionalism, you know, skill, um, you know, places that you've been, what does that look like? Well, definitely I want to be in a Netflix series. I want to direct something from, you know, on Netflix. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. No, I mean, hopefully it grows from there. Like if I reach that point, obviously I want to be like, oh, let's say I want to make movies now for Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for sure, Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Now, would you say because you live in New York, and I know you're kind of like on Long Island, so it's a Mm -hmm. bit further away from the city, but living in New York, would you say that, affords you more opportunity or is it harder mm. and we talked about it a little bit yeah definitely it's it's a competition you yeah, know you, yeah. you would have to push yourself because there's so many great artists yeah yeah and that's why i love collaborating with them i love watching those artists yeah it's kind of like a weird way for me to you know like all right i gotta be better than that <laughs> it's like my weird little thing yeah well you know why they call vancouver hollywood north right because uh, this is the Canadian version of like what LA or something. There's just so much going on here all the time. So mm-hmm. I think you should move here personally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all movies are filmed out here, which is not fair. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Know? It's yeah. true. But I think that would be cool. I would obviously I would love to have you here, but yeah, uh, we'll see down the road, right? Yeah. Um, I wanted to go in some of the deeper questions. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. uh, you had you know watched another interview you were filming, and I uh, wanted to ask you a little bit about it because of the transition from doing something that maybe you didn't want to be doing to something you're very passionate about. Um, so if you met your younger self today, yeah. what would make them happy and sad about you? Mm. Well, definitely happy to see me that I am following what I want, you know, pursuing that relentlessly. Mm-hmm. And the sad part is in that pursuit of what I want, you know, pursuing my passions relentlessly, I've lost so many friends along the way. So really caused me a lot of you know isolation a lot of you know like loneliness and being in new york like i don't have family out there right right so if i if i felt like if i've 
was in that situation here, it'd definitely be easier, you know. Right. Well, because you got us, right? Yeah. You got family and stuff. That's yeah. really interesting because, I mean, I, see, I hear it all the time. It's kind of cliche, but, you mm -hmm. know, rising to the top is a lonely It's a learning journey, a yeah. lonely journey or something yeah. like that. Um, and that's kind of unfortunate because you would think that, you know, friends would be happy for your progress or mm -hmm. whatever. But would you say that was almost something that you imposed on yourself even by accident because you were just so driven to to be very good at what you do or were you as you mentioned before maybe it was because it's just so competitive in your field yeah well yeah i mean i want people to be happy yeah for yeah. me yeah i want the you know like praise you know who doesn't want praise yeah yeah of course but at the same time in the field like it's such a competition that you want to be better than your friends but there has to be a balance you know you have to push each other pretty much yeah 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 but i guess i don't have that yet you know like you know <laughs> I'm pushing myself, but then my friends are like, you know, like, oh, he's got, he's got a better job than me, or he's, <laughs> he's got it first, and I'm yeah. like, I don't have a job, and I'm like, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I think, honestly, perhaps, I mean, you can't put that on you, obviously, but yeah. uh, uh, there are certain people that are just going to always be, I don't know if it's competitive, but also just envious, right? Mm -hmm. And those are the people that will eventually grow out of your friendships, yeah. right? And, and, and as you said, uh, you kind of lose friends along the way, right? So, But I think that's... That's um, collateral damage. I don't know if that's the right term, but you, you, you pursue what you need to do, and the people that fall off are kind of the ones that probably sh you know, won't stick around anyway in the long term. Yeah, and I've learned to you know, not take it personally. Cause that's true. Early on, I've taken it personally. Like, like I'm like, I thought to myself, like, why am I a dick? Like, am I? Is there something <laughs> wrong with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And there's a lot of like, second guessing like, on my personality. And that comes with like you know like learning how to you know self love you know right, that's true. where it started too yeah i i like that word self love um, yeah. i think that it's an underused perhaps term or people don't understand it quite mm -hmm. well enough yeah and at the end of the day like i've had i've lost friends along the way too uh, and and at the end of the day you have to figure out what's going to work for you because yeah. They're not going to pay your bills. I mean yeah. just just as a simplistic way of putting at it, putting it yeah. um, they're not you know who's looking out for you you mm -hmm. At yeah, the end of the exactly. day, that's it, right? Um, what do you think uh, makes a person most attractive? Most attractive. Well, definitely from the previous interview that I've heard, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. So yeah, definitely. Um, when I see someone passionate, you know, you just you just see their spirit coming out of themselves, and it's just you know looking the twinkles in their eyes, you know, like the smile on their face when they're doing yeah doing what they love yeah it's they're just free-flowing they're confident you know they're they're just themselves you know they're working inward and then outwards you know right right uh if so, if you were to run you know meet somebody who you saw was very passionate but they were very passionate about videography mm -hmm. they're in the same field as you yeah uh, would you say that that's um a good thing or a bad thing because then I get the reason why I'm asking is perhaps what is that what if that's all you guys talk about mm. <laughs> well then hey right? yeah <laughs> well maybe you know if you ask me this question maybe three years ago I'd be like oh no I can't do that because yeah, yeah, yeah. competitive yeah. but at this point I feel like you know if someone pushes you mm -hmm. someone critiques your work in a good way and you know you think about it and you're like okay well maybe they're right then maybe that's somebody that you know I want to be with you know that's true and then maybe eventually you could Start your own production company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
run the world, right? What is yeah. that? What was that quote that you mentioned me earlier? Like build an empire together, right? Yeah. Business partners. Absolutely. You and me show. Yeah, working on it. We're working, working on it. On it. <laughs> It'll happen with the podcast, right? Yeah, well, hopefully you guys listen out there, you hear that. Yeah. Uh, we're working on it. So how attractive would you say you are on that scale? So you're saying that is what's attractive to you is the passion mm-hmm. for something very important to them. Where do you rank yourself on that scale? Oh my God, I'm a ten. <laughs> yeah, because you know, honesty, man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I just, I just, I just don't care if you know if I'm, if I fall and trip on my gear, just yeah, yeah. play it off and like, hey, keep moving, I'm, keep going, keep right? Moving. Yeah, I love that, man. I love it, and I think passion shows up in your work. Mm-hmm. I think that's why some of the stuff that you've done uh, has been so good is because when you're passionate about something, your work will reflect that. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, my next question is, uh, what are you most proud of right now that most people don't know about? Mm. Definitely my, the perseverance, you know, like mm. the failures. I love my failures. Like, I would always mention my failures first before my success and just how I got out of, you know, a two year, you know, that school, you know, like academic probation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's going to be more failures in the future. And, you know, I've hopefully the past failures and how I got out of it is, you know, I could apply that in the future. Would you say there was uh, certain influences in your life uh, that helped you get in the right mind frame for mm. getting past some of these failures that you felt that you had to go through? I feel like, well, I feel like um, I've told it to some of my friends before, but I got rejected. Like, let me see, uh, 2013, I got rejected by this girl that I kind I liked. You know, like yeah. I, obviously I, I let it play out a little longer, I let it linger. Probably should have asked her out the first <laughs> first few days but yeah, you know yeah, yeah. you know I me mean? like i didn't know how to ask anybody out right back then but you know eventually i got rejected and that you know obviously that broke me right and that's where it started like you know like i see like why am i you know so that just that just pushed me out it's just for like that got yeah that that drive got me my internship pretty much interesting so it was it's uh I can I can relate because I've obviously been rejected too mm-hmm. multiple times yeah, in right. my in my past. Oh shit, seriously, <laughs> yeah. man, shut up. Um, so I totally know the feeling. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting how whether it's a breakup or mm-hmm. uh, a rejection of some kind, it really does spark a fucking light on you know fire yeah. under your ass, right? You because, become crazy. I feel like right. Like, like how dare you reject me? Right. Let me prove it to you by yeah being successful. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's and it's and it seems a little bit crazy. But at the time or in the moment, but it's amazing how something that seems so negative, at yeah. least in the meantime or in the moment, um, is a catalyst for so much positive change. And I think it's happened to me literally every single time. So yeah. I've had, I don't know, multiple failed relationships, but every single time I've either gotten better as a person or I've learned to filter out certain people that I probably wouldn't date anymore. And it's come out, I've come out on the other end with either... Um, you know, more drive for whatever I'm trying to accomplish or something like that, right? So, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm glad that we, we are on the same page on yeah. that one. Um, what, do you, what do you feel in your life is in uh, a work in progress right now? Work in progress. Definitely, definitely loneliness, but I'm, I think I'm further out than I was a year ago. You know, I've learned not to rely on other people. I've learned to not view loneliness as loneliness. I, you know, maybe look at it as freedom because you have all these, you know, you're by yourself, so you have this freedom to do whatever the hell you want. You right, know? right. You're eating in solitude, you know, you're free in your thoughts mm-hmm. and you're just, you know, 
just learn how to embrace your thoughts pretty much you right know? i think that's that's actually really interesting you say that because uh, i can't remember what podcast or conversation i was listening to but uh almost like that silence mm-hmm. uh, in your head is almost more deafening than than you know just actual silence yeah because when you're in silence and you're just laying there let's say in bed or something your mind's going a mile a minute mm-hmm. and not able to shut it off like i know sometimes for me if i wake up in the middle of the night because cruz is crying or something i have such a hard time going back to sleep and um a lot of my thoughts are just running around okay well what can i do how can i improve this how can i yeah. change things and you're saying embracing that silence and yes. being able to take control of those thoughts and turn them into something more productive and maybe not even controlling your thoughts because we can't control we can't control who we are mm-hmm. like i look at it as an ocean like our thoughts are oceans they're waves you can't control a wave right right they're crashing. just coming yeah they're just coming so you just gotta let it let it sit you just gotta gotta think about your thoughts pretty much You're like all right why am i thinking this like yeah you know yeah so just let it happen pretty right much. that's cool and i appreciate that you shared that because uh, not a lot of people would share the fact that uh, loneliness is a challenge or that's something that's a work in progress yeah. um, and being able to embrace that and understand how that uh, is impactful in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, what about this? What are you most excited about right now? Well, I mean, I'm excited for this new decade. It feels like a, a new slate. Yeah, yeah. So many cool. opportunities. And then, you know, I'm working remote, so I, I feel like I could see you guys yeah, that's whenever true. I want. It's just, just doing it, just coming here. Yeah. And obviously, we would love for you to be here more often yeah. than not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we can collab. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Um, so, I got a few other questions, and I love asking these questions to everybody because, again, I think they're really very thought provoking and uh, really insightful on, you know, what makes you tick. So, if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds okay. right now, what would you say? No. Just, just take it easy, you know, just, just don't, what do you call this? Um, just be yourself, obviously. Mm-hmm. And just don't take life too seriously. You know, don't take life too seriously. It's, it's gonna, it's quick. It's, it's like a snap. Yeah. And then, you know, don't overreact to things, you know, just let it happen and then sit through that storm, you know? Right. And just don't react through anger. I mean, you could be angry, just punch, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's why I got the punching bag right behind you. I got the <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let anger just pass. Let sadness pass. Mm-hmm. You know, because it'll just be better on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's 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 actually really, really interesting because letting it pass. Can you say that again? What did you say? Just letting anger and, and letting, sadness pass? Yeah, letting your emotions pass. Yeah. You know, letting it be. Letting it just let it be. You know, it's, like it's, an, it's an acceptance of, accept of the fact it. that those things will happen. Those yeah. emotions, you will feel them. And they're yeah. meant to be. They're meant to happen. Too strong. Like you, I remember you sharing something and I asked you, can I, can I steal this from you? What was it? It was a post saying, um, like, I prayed to God about all these things and then he answered them through challenges. Mm-hmm. He didn't answer mm-hmm. them through... Ooh, chills. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> answer them through direct answers. He answered them through challenges. Yeah, yeah. And I've taken that to heart. So every time I've experienced all these challenges, I look back and I was like, wait, why is this all? It was because I've asked for better confidence and mm-hmm. now he's given me all these rejections. Right. You know, they, you know, they hurt as hell, but... 
now I feel, you know, I'm actually, you know, truly confident. On the other end, like you said, it comes out better on the other end. Yeah. That's so cool, man. I'm glad that you remember that. That's that's yeah. interesting. And then that's how I've managed, I think, too. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, subconsciously, I don't, I, de- I didn't, I don't remember that quote uh, all the time. But subconsciously, I think I've applied that. So yeah. that's really awesome, man. Um, if someone could ask you a question that you want to be asked or wish to, you could be asked, what would that question be? Hmm. How did you do it? <laughs> how did you do it? Yeah. What would your answer be? Just uh, what's it? Yeah, just persevere. 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 Yeah, just just do it. Just get out of it. You know, mm-hmm. whatever you have to do, get yourself out of that hole. Mm-hmm. And then you know, and then while you're digging yourself out of the hole, just remember, you're exactly where you want to be, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're exactly where you need to be. Where you're supposed to be. Yeah, where you're supposed to be. That moment. Love so, it, man. So if you're digging yourself out of the hole, you're you're supposed to be there digging out of, out of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. and something on the on the other side is you know gonna be better for you. Yeah. Uh, dude, man, I'm glad that we were able to connect. Yeah. Um, obviously your skills as a videographer is, uh, is, is great because now we're able to use some of that, but, uh, you, your visit here is short and we were mm-hmm. able to hang out and I'm glad that I kind of had all this stuff going on already so that right. I could talk to you a little bit and share some of your story because, um, there's so much to learn from taking things and doing things differently. And I think that's what you've done is yeah. done things differently and not just gone the conventional route. Mm-hmm. So Awesome, man. I'm so I'm I'm sad that you're leaving today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't make me cry, man. <laughs> but uh, obviously, we'll keep in touch and stuff. Yeah, and definitely. you have all the stuff that we have that you know we can collab on, even remotely. Honestly, dude, we can yeah. collab. Yeah, I'm glad that you're doing this because you know, <laughs> I has you know I have so many ideas to be honest. Yeah. Video and audio goes they go well together. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just don't like how my face looks when I'm talking, so okay. that's why it's all audio. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. All right, man. Last question. Yeah. And I love to ask this to everybody. Uh, what is your definition of living your best and fittest life? Ooh. Well, for me, the fittest does not apply yet. The fit part. <laughs> so I definitely want to apply that, you know, in this next decade at least. Mm-hmm. But my definition would be just, you know, meeting new people. I love meeting people, you know, because that opens up your world a lot. Mm-hmm. Learning from any age group because you can learn a lot about, you know, through kids, through Obviously, elderlies. Right. You know, anybody. It's learn. Yeah, growth of learning. Yeah, learn. Yeah. Love it, man. Learn more. All right. You got anything else you want to share with us? No, man. That's uh, my Instagram is. Uh, oh yeah, how we get a hold of this guy, on, man? man. <laughs> how we gonna help get a hold of this guy? All right. How how can we get in touch with this dude? So right. yeah, you can reach me on Instagram uh, at this is Julius. Right. So Julius, like Julius Caesar. Right. Yeah, and this is T H I S I S. I S. All right. I'll, of course, I'll have all this stuff on the show notes too. So perfect. Uh, anywhere else besides Instagram? That's all. That's all, man. All right. Thanks, man, for coming here right. on the podcast. Appreciate it, bro. Awesome. All right, man. Thank you. All right, guys, that is my interview with my cousin, JC. I'm so happy we were able to do this during his short visit here to Vancouver from New York. I really appreciate his openness about his path to where he is now. And honestly, I really hope him and I can work together more down the road and put our skills together and make some amazing content for you guys. So Fit United fam, this is my fun way of serving you guys. That doesn't require you to be sitting at your phone, scrolling up and down mindlessly. You can listen on the go while you're commuting, during your workout, having a bath or whatever. 
I love communicating and being able to talk and listen to you guys, and that's what gets me fired up every day. So with that in mind, if you have any topic suggestions for the podcast or have any questions or comments, send me a voice message on the Anchor app, send me a message on facebook.com slash fitunited, on Instagram at kevingreen.fitness or at fitunited, or on our website fitunited.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. All right, Kevin here signing out. I will see you guys on the next one.